Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about saying no and setting boundaries to become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Sarah Saunders. And I'm Heather Drago. For those of you returning, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you and we're glad you're finding our content helpful. A quick reminder, while Sarah is a licensed professional clinical counselor, This podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you are struggling with mental health issues, we welcome you on this journey, but also invite you to seek out professional help. Go to this episode's page on our website and click the link to find a therapist near you. So, Sarah, (laughs) we've been on break for a while. (laughs) We have. Um, and An I guess intentional I just, and yes, much needed break. Absolutely. And it was something we made a decision about together. Um, and I just wanted to kind of share with our listeners what mm-hmm. happened and why, and then how we decided to like share this with everybody. So, mm-hmm. so, I mean, quite honestly, you and I were both pretty burned out. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot going on. Um, there were health concerns and there were work concerns mm-hmm. and life concerns and um, I remember you and I had a conversation via text and you were, we were just check. We, she's so sweet. You guys, she checks in with me all the time. <laughs> How are you doing? Anyway, so, Pulse check. so yeah, constantly. So I, now I've gotten in the habit of doing it too. So, um, so we're always checking in with each other, just saying hi and stuff. And, and she said, you know, how are you doing? And I, and I'm going to just read from my phone. It said something like, I'm okay. Been feeling pretty low lately. Still not sleeping well. Having trouble focusing and getting anything done. I think it's normal, all things considered. Physically feeling better each day. Um, you know, went to the doc and I might start an antidepressant. I don't know. I'm I'm work is crazy. You know, I went on and on. And then she's like, Heather, it's burnout. We're all experiencing <laughs> burnout. And then she lists off the things. And as I'm reading them, I'm, I'm mentally going, check, 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 check. So here's the list. Headaches and muscle tension. Yes. Irritability. Oh, yeah. Stress and overwhelm. Oh, yeah. Decreased creativity and productivity, for sure. Increased anxiety. Yep. Negative self-talk and cynicism. Totally. So... I, it was such a light bulb moment for me. And I was like, okay, this is, this has been a really long year. I'm stuck in this house with these three other people who are fabulous, but I want to kill them half the time. <laughs> 
they're so nice to me. My son bakes me cookies. You know, so like, just, it's so it's funny. Just Justin, you know, every time I give him a meal, he's like, is there something in this? We've been watching way too much forensic files, but like, I get that. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I, I call my son the kitchen fairy because at night he cleans the kitchen and leaves me baked goods. And, you yeah. know, they're my my family's been fantastic. They've been wonderful, supportive, kind, giving me space. And I'm like screaming at them. <laughs> get away from me just leave me alone I need an hour to myself yeah um and so when you said that I was like okay I something's got to give here and so and you were facing similar issues you had so much going on at your house Mm -hmm. I don't know how much you want to share yeah absolutely I'm I'm an open book (laughs) so (laughs) so so yeah I um you know I was dealing with you know again for listeners that listen frequently like I'm trying to figure out am I going through postpartum depression like what's Mm -hmm. going on um Tristan he is eight months he's still not sleeping through the night I started experiencing um, some TMJ issues. So I woke up one day and literally I could not open my mouth. Like my jaw was locked. I could fit my pinky through my teeth. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And then in the midst of all of this, our family got COVID. And so it was just, yes, it's like one thing after another. So we have 14 days, no childcare, you know, we're, we all had mild symptoms, thank goodness. But at the same time, like, we're not feeling our best. We're trying Mm -hmm. to work from home, support Mm -hmm. one another, Mm -hmm. you know, parent three kids. And it was just so much. And When I went to this TMJ specialist, you know, he basically was asking me like a series of questions and what the end result ended up coming to was it's stress related. Mm -hmm. I, without knowing, have been clenching. And I do have a little bit of shifting in my teeth that have happened over the years, which I'm, you know, I'm addressing, but he was just like, you need to be aware of, you know, when you wake up in the morning, what's going on, and I'm getting, you know, like a night guard, but bringing my awareness to how much I clench, it blew my mind. Like, I actively had to, like, relax my shoulders, Mm -hmm. unclench my jaw, like, I did not realize that was just something I was doing all of the time. Yeah, can I, can I, I, I once read a tweet that I'm out. It's like a test for our listeners. Just check yeah. yourself right now. Is your tongue touching the roof of your mouth? Are your teeth clenched? Can you relax your shoulders? Mm-hmm. And, and like, I read a tweet once that said something like, this is your mm-hmm. reminder, Yeah, you know, do those things. And I was shocked at how I'm walking around like that all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. well, and in my line of work, I'm working with all of these clients and they are just, again, like their stress levels, they're mm-hmm. expressing more um, symptoms related to like anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and trying to figure things out. And I think the big reason that I wanted, you know, to really have this episode on burnout is because it's not to label, but it's just to understand some of those underlying symptoms mm-hmm. that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And the other reality is that while we're recording right now, Next week marks one year since the shutdown happened. And so we have to put in perspective that 
it's not a surprise that a lot of us are feeling these symptoms of burnout because for an entire year, we have been going through some very unexpected, unprecedented territory. Yeah. And we don't, and it's, there's a stress related to the unknown. You know, we all like to have a plan and know when things are going to end. And it's just like month after month, when is this going to end? And it's just, it's just so draining. Absolutely. For me, there's the added layer of uh, next week is one year since I had my surgery. Mm. So yeah, it's like hitting home to me that it's been a a really long year. So that's a lot. Yeah. And I want to start by just kind of identifying what burnout is. Yeah. And let's do it. So burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. So like ding, 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 pandemic, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> hello, prolonged yeah. stress, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because a lot of the research really focuses on like burnout in the workplace. And what is interesting is that since the pandemic, like our workplace for mm. many people, like oh, yeah. it's the home or they've oh, had yeah. to adjust in some way. Um, it all bleeds together. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, research is also showing that during the pandemic, they, you know, did a study that shows like four in 10, four out of 10 adults in the U.S. have reported symptoms of anxiety or depression, um, mm-hmm. which in 2019, they were reporting one in 10 adults. So mm-hmm. you can see, which again, yeah. is no surprise that mental no, illness, you know, is on yeah. a rise. Um, but, but it's just, it's really eye-opening. And like Heather, you had mentioned, I just want, I did a video on this actually. So you can go to my Instagram, my business, um, Purposeful Growth and Wellness. And I actually did a little video, but I just want listeners, if you are not driving, um, <laughs> you know, put the laundry down or stop doing the dishes or whatever, but I want you to put your hand up. And I'm going to list some symptoms of burnout, and I want you to put a finger down if if this resonates with you. So headaches, stomach aches, or muscle tension, put a finger down. Put a finger down if you've noticed more irritability and losing your temper. Put a finger down if you've noticed reduced creativity or productivity. Put a finger down if you have felt more overwhelmed and cynical. Put a finger down if you have felt exhaustion, no matter how much sleep you get. Put a finger down if you've noticed negative self-talk, feeling down. And put a finger down if you've been feeling more anxious. So now I have two hands up, <laughs> seven fingers down. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. so I do this with clients. And what's interesting is by the end, m- most people that are experiencing burnout, obviously, it's like they have a fist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that fist is clenched. Yeah. It's a tight fist. And so that is what we are experiencing. And so my hope for you listeners and what I do a lot in the therapeutic um, 
work that I'm doing is, is I want to address, you know, each of those things on, um, take your fingers out and be able to address where is this coming from? What can we do about it? And so if you're experiencing some of these symptoms, all of these symptoms, you're not alone, but we have to start bringing our awareness to this and Mm -hmm. recognize Mm -hmm. this is a huge reason as to why other things in our life probably aren't going the way that we had hoped. Right. And so can I just pause back to our story for a second Mm -hmm. is when we were discussing, I'm feeling burnout. And then Sarah, you said, I'm feeling it too. And and we were stressing out about recording and when we were going to produce, you know, different episodes. And we finally just hit this moment where I was like, you know what? It's just a podcast. I mean, I know our listeners love us, but they'll understand if we need to take a break. We It's okay if we take a break. And so I think it's important to like assess how you're feeling, acknowledge when you feel burned out, you know, step back if you need to, set a boundary around things if you need to, and then really like figure out at least, I mean, I'm sure you're going to go into like much more important stuff, but at least for me, what I've been doing is just really focusing on why I'm feeling overwhelmed and and what's burning me out and where can I simplify? Where can I delegate? Where can I streamline? Like what what can I do to give myself a break? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, you know, I think it was okay that mm-hmm. you know, and more than okay because just seeing your progress over the past month go from very low low to where you are now, which is, you know, so, so much, you're back to yourself, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it makes a huge difference to, to take that time. Absolutely. And I think giving yourself permission, I know for Mm -hmm. us, it was one of those things where immediately I'm like, I'm failing. Like the immediate thought was like, I said, I was going to do this. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'll make it work. And then it's like, you know what? No, like, yeah, yeah. It's not working. And it's important that, and we talk about this, obviously, that's a hard no, but like, no can mean so many different things. And for us, mm-hmm. it was like, no meant pause for yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I think it's so important when you are noticing the burnout is to really identify what do I need more of? What do I need less of? And I'll kind of go into a little bit of how to manage burnout if that is something that you're experiencing. But I also think, and I want to really hone in on this, is that, you know, one, you are more susceptible to burnout if you have personality traits or thought patterns related to perfectionism or pessimism, which Mm -hmm. like those are kind of like two ends of the spectrum. But I know for Heather and I, you know, being type A personalities, you know, very um, intrinsically motivated and we like structure and routine and we have perfectionistic and we're recovering people pleasers. And so Mm -hmm. burnout, like if you can relate to any of these qualities, like you are likely to experience burnout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfectionism is just, there are so many layers of how it's so self-defeating and Mm -hmm. can 
just throw so many things in your way. Mm -hmm. And, and pessimism is a way of just like ruling out anything good. It's just Mm -hmm. like, um, yeah, I can see how they would lend themselves to burnout for sure. Right. Right. And, and I think another thing that is just, again, in the work that I do coming from a systemic perspective, meaning that I look at the whole family system, I think it's so important to address the fact that right now, during 2020 and seeping into 2021, this is the longest from from what research is showing, what I what I'm seeing with clients, what I'm experiencing my experiencing in my own life, like this is the longest that we have been navigating being home and being alone um, with the people within our household. So like, in addition to navigating working from home, remote learning, all of our basically regularly scheduled programs have been canceled or now they're virtual. Mm -hmm. Most of us have spent more time alone or with our immediate family being the people within the walls of our home more than ever. And, And so we have to recognize that we are, whether it's conscious or subconscious, we are constantly being hit in the face with like our our patterns yeah and we're starting to notice things about ourselves that we've never really had the time to focus on but now that we're forced to mm-hmm. you know to mm-hmm. be quarantined or whatever like there's just so much more inner work that mm-hmm. is being done and it can be so draining and overwhelming which can mm-hmm. also create that burnout Yeah. You know, when you're working on something, like you're writing something or you're doing something creative and you work on it for a really long time. And after a while you get so close to it, you can't see what's wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are having that situation in their relationships. Like they're just can't get away and reflect. They can't get away and from their spouse, their partner, their whoever, or just themselves, like they're just stuck and it's, they can't, they can't see the patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that feeling of feeling stuck and trapped is, it it's, it's so hard for people. And, mm-hmm. and so the more that we can recognize and just bring awareness, like, that emotional intelligence, like this is how I feel when we can acknowledge it, then Mm -hmm. it's pausing and trying to figure out, okay, what do I need? Do I need some space in in the best way that we can, depending Mm -hmm. on, you know, Mm -hmm. our circumstances, but what does that look like? Um, And I think, like I had mentioned, you know, the perfectionistic tendencies or those like negative automatic thoughts, those patterns, it's it's important to really also reflect on, is this something that have I been conditioned this way? Is this something that I've learned this Mm -hmm. behavior? Or is this something that like is just based on my current circumstance because Mm. I'm mm-hmm. feeling trapped or suffocated or isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how do you figure out that out? Well, the the first thing is just bringing your awareness to it. And mm-hmm. I, 
once we can become aware of things not feeling in alignment with who we are, that's when the shift can happen because we can't change what we don't acknowledge. And so I know I keep saying this over and over, but we must be attuned to our needs so that we can tend to them. Mm-hmm. And so the attunement comes first. And that is just, again, having these conversations, mm-hmm. verbalizing and being vulnerable mm-hmm. with a friend or a spouse or a family mm-hmm. member about like mm-hmm. trying, letting your, don't allow the external, like you don't have to put on a brave face, like mm-hmm. reach out, talk to people. Yeah. And so if you are experiencing this burnout or these symptoms, check in with yourself. I mentioned this before. What do I need more of? What do I need less of? Prioritize your basic needs. Yep. It sounds silly. It's common sense, but not common practice. Really trying to to hone in on your sleep, your nutrition, your water and movement. Right. Remember Movement is not exercise. I don't want those two to get confused. Movement is physically just like getting up and moving your body. Right. Some people and and are they just want to stay in bed. Like we yeah. are finally, I'm we're starting to see the sun, which is so yeah. exciting. Yeah. But February is one of the hardest months for people mm-hmm. as far as like seasonal depression. Um, but just getting up, you know, getting out of bed, um, walking around your house, getting fresh air, just moving your body. Yeah. Um, I think those, those basic needs help us be, um, more resilient so we can handle the stress mm -hmm. of whatever we're dealing with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then self-care, Heather, we talk about this a lot, but just like taking (laughs) brain breaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing, and I'm going to go through with you guys, I have been doing a lot of is creating joy lists. And what a joy list is, is I I love using a hand. It's something mm-hmm. that's attached that's to you. That's my thing. You have five fingers, five senses, touch, taste, smell, sight, and sound. And so we'll put steps in the show notes of how you can create your own. And I'm going to walk you through it. So basically... You create a list that that uses these senses. So you write down, so say touch. I want you to write down all of the things that that bring you a sense of calm or peace or comfort that you get when you touch something. So maybe it's like a certain lotion. You like the touch and the feel of that. Maybe it's a blanket or a certain piece of clothing. Like when you wear that... Um, or when you put that on, or when you feel that, it, it's like a warm hug. And then go through all of the senses. So another example with smells, maybe there's um, a candle or essential oil or a food, whatever it is, like just write down all of these things that bring you joy, that bring you comfort. And then what I encourage people to do is you'll have the physical list, put that somewhere that you can see it, but also Mm -hmm. take a picture of it because we have our phones with us all the time. True, true. And what's interesting is when I talk about self-care, 
sometimes there's this, a lot of people are like, okay, so I got my morning workout in and I'm guilty of this. I would be like, okay, I got my workout in in the morning. Like that was my self-care. I need. I'm good for the day. Right. What I think is important to mention is that this list you should sprinkle throughout your entire mm-hmm. day. It's not mm-hmm. like a one one and done. Mm-hmm. There were times while I was going through the real thick of it, I mm-hmm. noticed myself like referring to my list mm-hmm. sometimes like every half hour. Yeah. So yeah. there's not one size that fits all, but it's also important that we acknowledge when we're starting to feel a certain way, when we're starting to notice that burnout, when we're starting to notice we're clenching mm-hmm. or we're tense, do one of these things. Um, can I can I add something to your list? Sure. So we talk about many these mini breaks. I would say, um, you know, you've so so far we have uh, on our list of three: check in with yourself. What do you need more of, less of? Prioritize prioritize your basic needs, self care, um, and and I would say um, structure. And so, I think part of what's problematic right now is that everything's bleeding together. Work is bleeding. It's like very hard to define and put boundaries around what's work, what's mom, what's family, what's whatever. And so, what I've started to do, and I actually just wrote an essay about this. Um, I took a class a while ago um, from a from an illustrator named um, Lisa Congdon. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And it was about um, time management for creatives. And so she has a whole bunch of things she does. But the thing that blew my mind was she would list out like just a few priorities that she had to work on for the day. And then she would write a little schedule. From this time to this time, I'm going to do this. And from this time to this time, I'm going to do this. Nothing is ever worked on for more than two hours, ever, usually for less. And she wrote time in for breaks. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Like, I would just work, 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 go run, grab my lunch, bring it back to my desk, work while I'm eating. Like, no break. And so what I started to think of that as is designing white space into your day. Mm -hmm. So white space in design or you know, web design or art or, you know, painting, whatever. Um, white space is just a negative space around elements that help them breathe and give them more emphasis. Mm. So if you give yourself space and time between around the things you do, then those things you do, you can focus on and, and, you know, get better results from. So mm-hmm. whether it's interacting with your kids or I don't know what some work related thing or whether it's just, you know, maybe a class you're taking or something. We can't vote fo- like we're burning out because we're just going from thing to thing to thing to thing. We're not giving us ourselves time or sleep or rest and we can't focus. Like I, I was just hitting this wall where I couldn't write anything. I couldn't read anything. I couldn't make anything. It was just so frustrating. So I would just, you know, plant if there's a way I know it's really hard especially if you're a mom with young kids like there's any way to define a little structure and within that structure give yourself time yeah to rest I just think it's crucial well and it's it's like it's like a, a phone like think of your phone like all day like if you're using your phone it's it's gonna die 
right? And so the battery you, wears out. The yeah. battery wears out. Like, yeah. so it's this white space. It's like charging yourself, plugging mm-hmm. yourself in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying, Heather. And I think that there are so many people can that can relate to that. I know specifically for me and people that um, some of my close friends, and again, just like the, the age of the individuals that I talk with a lot, we don't have, there are days that we don't have consistent childcare or we don't yep. have, we're not working and have that structure. And so for those of you that have that structure, Heather, what you're saying, I love it. Mm-hmm. For those of you that might not have that structure, I encourage you to to in the chaos when everything is find it. <laughs> yeah, is and modeling it to your kids because I can't tell you mm-hmm. in those moments where I notice that irritability, that anger, like mom mm-hmm. rage is mm-hmm. real. <laughs> I've been there. Those moments where I'm noticing my temperature is getting hot, mm-hmm. literally just like sitting in the middle of the chaos, like just sitting down and finding one of those things on my list, wrapping myself in a blanket or, you know, lighting that candle, um, not too close to the kids, but like, <laughs> you know, doing that. And it's amazing because the kids will follow. Like they Uh, will see what's going on and then putting language to it and just saying like, I'm taking a brain break. One of the other things that I really encourage families to do is create a calming corner or a calming area where maybe there's like bean bags or there's some books. Each person, you have a designated space and each person gets to pick, kids included, what is something that helps you feel calm? You know, for Beckham, he has, he calls it his cute little blankie. And it's this, this polka dot blankie that he loves. He also has some like fidgets and Anderson has, you know, these little figurines that he likes. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so just like, okay, I'll just go sit. They'll follow suit and they'll come sit. And it's kind of saying, and then in those moments where you notice the kids' temperatures are getting hot rather Mm -hmm. than, you know, the empty threats and, you know, all of that, just saying, you know what, let's go sit or leading them there. So Mm -hmm. the more that we can start to model that behavior, we're allowing ourselves to get what we need in those moments of chaos, but then we're also modeling to our kids how to adopt that. I love that. It's a signal too. Like if someone's in that space, like I'm chilling out now, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I need, I need space right, right now. Right. Yeah. And I think also, you know, normalizing these feelings, like I will Absolutely. say like, I'm feeling really mad right now, or I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to admit those things. Yeah. In the, in the tense moments we've had recently, I've, I've, I've taken your advice where in the midst of an argument where I can just hear things coming out of my mouth that I really don't mean. I, I, I literally stopped and said, you know what? My temperature is really hot right now. And I don't, I'm saying things. I I don't want to say more things that are hurtful. Let's just like take a break and talk about this later. And that's really helped um, because I just know I'm not, um, you know, my normal 
you know, chill mode mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and the other thing I've done is when temperatures are low, when it's not even a topic of discussion, I've made a point of saying to each of my family members, you know what, I'm going through some burnout. I'm going through something and I'm noticing I feel very irritable and I'm snapping and it's, you're not doing anything wrong. And I'm sorry if I do that, you know, um, but I just want you to be aware I'm going through this right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to a person they're all like, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I understand. Mm-hmm. And so we're all just kind of giving each other a little bit of grace. Right. Like, yeah. And, and circling back for a second to what you had said about like, well, how do I know if I'm going through this or like, you know, right. what to do? Like, I think in those moments, again, like if you had your hand up and you were putting fingers down, like in the moments, because I I remember very vividly, I was like, why am I getting so angry? Like I have, I felt a lot mm-hmm. of anger and it's yeah. like, and, and these precious, sweet children, like they are, they're wonderful and they're so creative and messes are okay. Like messes, <laughs> like my, my brain, I'm shifting my, um, my thought process of like, when there's a mess and my aunt, she reminds me of this all the time. Um, that's a well-played space, right? Like they, oh, I like, that. I love that. And, yeah. but in those moments where I was like, so angry, like really stopping and pausing and yeah. saying, what am I so angry about? And I remember in, there were moments where I was like, I miss my husband. Like I miss me having time to myself. Like I miss structure, like being able to in those moments, instead of exploding, Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to, to focus on within, go inward, check in what's happening instead of outward. And this would be a great time to do that brain dump. We've talked about that before brain dumping what all are you angry about? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Again, this the things subconsciously that you don't realize are mm-hmm. triggering you. And then also we have our parking lot, you know, parking it. You know, what are things that I'm going to park and I'm going to come back to later? Mm-hmm. But recognizing the way that our body is wired, which is truly amazing. We are responding because something is out of alignment. Yeah, it's signaling us to do deeper work, which leads to the last piece that if you do feel like I'm noticing the burnout, but I also am noticing more intense symptoms, and even if they're not super intense, like talk to someone. I cannot tell you enough. I know a lot of my growth has happened through the therapy that I'm doing individually right now for myself. Um, We have in our show notes, um, you know, how to seek a therapist, but psychology Mm -hmm. today is a great, um, a great resource that you can use. You can also message us through our website or through Mm -hmm. our Instagram, um, If you have questions on finding someone, I would be happy to direct you, but recognize those signals, pay attention to what is out of alignment. And I promise if you can do that inner work, 
it's going to really bring light into how to move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I see in our little notes here, we have these little notes we follow that there's a book you recommend, and I'm actually reading this book. You so are. I am. It's great. Yes. So the book that I specifically on burnout is Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, which will be linked in our show notes. And Heather, yep. for a quick, I've read it, but I'm curious, how are you feeling about the book? Well, hilariously enough, I'm having trouble focusing, so I'm having trouble getting through it. Um, but I've read like maybe a third of it, and um, I'm recognizing a lot of things in there. Um, one of the things I really appreciate is there's some stuff about um, the 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 physical um, tension you feel in your body mm-hmm. and how to release it. Um, so movement is a part of that, but mm-hmm. also there's some like some um, like stretching and kind of clenching and releasing mm-hmm. exercises. And I've actually started doing some of those things. I notice when I can't sleep at night and I'm really st- like, I'm feeling tense. It's been helping. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the past few weeks I've been working on what I can, uh, you know, cut out and simplify so that I can like focus a little more. So I'm hoping to get back to it, but the, the bit I've uh, read, I've, it's just been engrossing and I can recognize myself in it quite a bit. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. I really recommend it. Yeah. It's written and by a, a pair of twin sisters yes. and um, they both have different ones, like a musician and one's uh, I guess a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really interesting mix of viewpoints mm-hmm. and storytelling. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And, and when I offer resources, especially books, one size doesn't fit all. You need mm-hmm. to know what works best for you. Some people love that paper copy. Some people like doing, um, you know, listening to the book, the auditory um, audio books. And mm-hmm. then, you you know, some people will, you know, read on their Kindles or their tablets or whatever. So, like, you know, do what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that was a good discussion. I feel I feel like it's timely. A lot of people are really feeling this. I'm glad you and I took a break. I know I feel more energized and I and I'm excited about what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of great episodes planned, some really great interviews, a lot of variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back and <laughs> we'll be back next week with a great interview with Sarah Rintamaki and, um, you know, take care of yourself guys. Yeah. And be sure if this resonates with you, you know, let us know, uh, share it, rate, review. And reach out. If you do Mm -hmm. have questions about, um, how to get help Mm -hmm. or a topic you want to hear about, Mm -hmm. let us know. We're, we're, we're we're here to serve you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Sarah. Great discussion today. It was great talking with you. I'm glad we're back on track. I know. It's so (laughs) nice to see your smiling face. You too. um, Okay. Well, bye, guys. We'll see you next time.
Hi, my name is Sara, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.